0: welcome to unquenchable love with brian francis hume each week brian will present a christ-centered teaching to increase your passion for the godhead It is our hope that this podcast will be a burning lamp that leads you on a path to encounter god's unquenchable love for you and now our host brian francis hume isaiah 22:22. 22, 22 i will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opened, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. Matthew chapter 7 verses 7 through 10, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find, knock, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, to ask him. Let us pray. Father, right now, in the power of the Holy Spirit, we ask you to help us to come into a fresh encounter with your heart during this podcast. God, we ask for revelation of Christ as we expound on the scriptures. God, we ask that the Holy Spirit would breathe upon us the logos of God, that we may see Christ as he is. So, Father, we ask you to strengthen us in the place of prayer that we would ask, that we would seek, and that we would knock. And so, Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this moment, for each person on this podcast listening to this message. I ask you by the power of the Holy Spirit to help them come to the fullness of what you desire for them in this very moment. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. As she sat on the couch praying, her heart fluttered with expectant faith. It had been a few months since she had submitted her application to the Bible school. She smiled as she thought back a few years when an American missionary led her the Lord. Shortly thereafter, she went to England to learn English at the Wycliffe Bible Translation Center near London. After six months, she returned to Poland. A deep desire to attend a Bible school began to churn within her heart. Prayerfully, she sought the Lord. As she searched for potential possibilities. A Bible school in Sweden held promise until she found out that she'd have to work illegally in order to pay for the tuition. Another Bible school in Australia was a strong option as well until she read in the fine print that speaking in tongues was not permitted among the students enrolled. She checked both of those options off the list. Then one day, a pastor shared with her how he had attended Christ for the Nation Institute in the United States, located in Dallas, Texas. She was familiar with this school, as several from her home church had attended. This is precisely why she had dismissed the possibility, the likelihood of of her receiving a scholarship was slim due to the amount of students they already had from Poland. However, this Polish pastor encouraged her to go through the process of applying. With her family coming from meager means, she was absolutely dependent upon the Lord to provide the way for her to attend a Bible school in the United States. That possibility seemed so far-fetched. One day, while in prayer, the Lord spoke to her through a specific verse regarding his promise to her. It was from Isaiah 22.22. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David, What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. Faith rose in her heart as she read this verse. It became her very promise from God that she stood upon. She knew it was God who would open the door to attend Christ for the Nation Institute as weeks turned into months, she continued to stand on this very promise found in Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two. Otherwise, how could a girl of such meager means possibly make it to Dallas, Texas to attend a renowned Bible school? Only God could orchestrate such a scenario without waning, she steadfastly stood upon the promise of Isaiah 22.22. As she prayed that day, she reminded God of the promise He had given to her all those months before. Though much time had passed by without any word, her faith was just as strong, if not stronger. She did not wane in faith regarding His promise. Oh, God, she prayed, you promised me keys according to Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two, to open what no one can shut and to shut what no one can open. Suddenly, there was a knock at the door from her mother. There's a phone call for you. It's Peter. She quickly picked up the phone. Peter was from her church but was now attending Christ for the Nations Institute. Peter blurted out on the other end, Sit down! I have good news for you! You got the scholarship to attend CFNI! The young lady was Aneta Yaskowska, who would eventually become Aneta Shum, my wife. I want to share with you three keys that we need to have in order to open the doors that God has for us. Key number one sons and daughters of the Lord have confidence to ask. I remember as a child, I would go and ask my mom. A question. It could have been something like, Mom, can I go over to my best friend Jerry's house? Or maybe it was a question about going to the toy store to get something that I had on my heart. Either way, sometimes she gave me the answer I didn't want to hear. And she would say, Go ask your father. That sentence alone would cause me to tremble. And oftentimes I had to work up this courage to even to go ask my own father if I could go to a friend's house or if a friend could come over. I remember many times as he was in the TV room, the family room, watching TV or reading the newspaper, I'd go sit on the couch and I would sit there for five minutes and internally I was just wiggling I was struggling to to work up the courage and I would replay this thought process in my mind and I would say something to the effect, okay, I'm going to count to three and when I count to three, I'm going to ask dad, dad, can Jerry come over to play? I'd say one, two, three and then I'd chicken out and so I'd start the whole process over and went through that time and time again, oftentimes we carry that type of baggage into our relationship with the Father. We're ashamed, we're scared, we're timid. We have a wrong perspective of the Father heart of God. And the Father wants us to learn to ask Scripture says in James that we have not because we ask not. The Scripture says in Psalm 2.8 concerning the Son of God, it says, ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. And so the Father has promised the Son, the nations of the earth as his heritage, his inheritance, And just as the Father invites the Son to ask of him, so too are we as sons and daughters to have the confidence in his goodness through Christ to ask the Father. Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then hares. heirs of God and fellow hares with Christ, provided We suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. So we must, first and foremost, ask for the spirit of adoption, that our hearts are marked with revelation of the Father's goodness towards us, so that we may have confidence in his goodness, and ask him for the other things that he desires for us to come To him about. Do you have the confidence in his goodness towards you through Christ to ask the Father for what you have need of? Key number two Sons and daughters of the Lord, seek the Father's will above their own. well-known verse in matthew chapter 6 verse 33 but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you i believe it's important as we begin to be strengthened in the revelation of the Father's goodness towards us, that we also begin to cultivate in a place of maturity that heart that seeks Him above all else. It is in that place of seeking Him that the Father, through the precious Holy Spirit, begins to do a deep work. We begin to seek His face above all else. He begins to wean us off of things that we desired before. He begins to cause our hearts to be delighted in his pleasure in us above everything else. And in this winning process, we discover new desires beginning to emerge. And we find ourselves... Experiencing these desires that reflect the deepest desires of the Father's heart. That's why it's imperative that we seek the face of Christ in all that we do. That we are seeking to know Christ and the power of His resurrection, and the share and the fellowship of His suffering, becoming like Him in His death. That's Philippians 3.10. That reality must be branded upon us. So that we seek his face. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Many of us love that second part, and we point to it. God, your word said you'll give me the desires of my heart. But we must understand the first part of that in its context. Delight yourself in the Lord. Is he the utmost desire of your heart? Do you delight yourself in his pleasure above all other things in life? Because it's in that place, as we delight ourselves in him that our desires are conformed to the very desires of his own heart. And that's important because that happens in the process of seeking him, in the process of asking and seeking his face in the midst of waiting for the door to open, in the midst of waiting for an answer to manifest So my question to you right now, are you willing to seek the face of Christ above everything else in your life? And key number three, sons and daughters, learn the knock as they persevere in Him. You see, we must become a people of God who knock and knock and knock until the door is opened. But Of course, we must understand the first two points that we've gone through. We are asking in accordance to the Father's perfect will. We are seeking His face above all else that our hearts may be congruent to His own heart. And if we have those assurance, we stand on the very promise and we continue to knock. because we know down deep that we have laid down our lives, and it is the Father's heart for whatever He has placed in our heart to see, manifest. Sometimes persevering in a place of knocking is hard. It's difficult. It seems like the door will never open. But yet, there comes an appointed time when the door does open. But we must, in the grace of God, persevere. And it's in that process of persevering that God does a deep work in us in order that we reflect his character. Roman chapter 5. Verses 1-5 through five. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him we have also obtained access by faith into the grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who had been given to us. Another word for endurance is perseverance. Perseverance. We must endure in the grace of God as we continue to knock, as we continue to go through the hardship, as we continue to wait upon the Father's perfect timing. And that endurance produces in us the character that reflects the very nature of Christ in us. And that character produces the hope upon which we stand another day, upon which we knock another day. And we have the promise, according to Romans chapter five, verse five, that the Holy Spirit will pour out into our hearts the unquenchable love of God. And it's that love that enables us to persevere, that compels us each day to remain steadfast in that place of waiting. In closing, I want to simply ask a question in a form of a quote that was written by the legendary J. Oswald Sanders. And this quote, in the form of a question, is this How often do we dare to pray for the unprecedented, let alone the impossible? Let me ask you, are you willing to ask for the unprecedented, let alone the impossible? Are you willing to seek God for the unprecedented, let alone the impossible? Are you willing to knock and persevere for the unprecedented, let alone the impossible? Are you willing to ask, seek, and knock for the unprecedented, let alone the impossible? Father, we ask right now, each person who's listening to this podcast, that you would strengthen them by the power of your Spirit, enable them to walk in the revelation of sonship, to ask with confidence, which you have placed deep within them Father we ask you to help them to seek your face above all else that they would seek the face of Christ and all that they set their hands to and Father we ask for the grace to persevere so that our character will reflect the very nature of Jesus as we are knocking on the very door that you have set before us Thank you, Father. We ask these things in the name of your Son, Yeshua. Amen. This has been Unquenchable Love with Brian Francis Hume. Join us each week as we pursue God's heart for passion, purity, and prayer.